You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. y'all it's your boy smiles and we are back no actually we're here for the very first time for the very first episode of the brand new mini series the mini souls powered by the music impulse and the uncool urban called the classic experience this right here is just gonna be something new we're gonna test out here just to see uh, and talk to some friends some family members of mine just to Help me, help me as the music guy that everyone knows me to be. Get hip to some of the most classic, great albums that I just have never heard. So, you know, for the very first one, I had to go with the king, you know, of pop, you know, the king of R&B, you know what I'm saying? Um, also, I had to grab my guy, uh shot for the very first one you know since you know we're powered by the uncool urban so why not just bring in you know mr uncool urban himself for the very first episode because i was like yo shot i got this idea you know it's called the classic experience i want to do the, this thing and you know you always telling me about albums i don't know and you be like damn dog you don't know about that how you mr music man you, you call yourself music man on on the internets and shit you know niggas always going to you about music but you don't know about shit i was like yeah i know crazy right so I was like, if it if it ain't before if it's before like you know like Jagged Edge you know uh, Jagged Little Thrill album I'm pretty much you know I don't know. So I was like, yo, what's a good first one? He was like, dog, have you heard Michael Jackson? I was like, I think I heard of that guy. He a Virgo. I think I heard of that guy. He he pretty great. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, you know what? What you know about Michael Jackson? I was like, just the singles. So he was like, you know what? We are gonna start you with Off the Wall. So I said. All right, bet. Let's do it. The first episode of the classic experience off the wall from Michael Jackson. So what's good, my guy shot? Oh man, I'm glad um I could power this mini series here. Um yeah, I'm doing good. This is one of my favorite albums personally. It's funny, uh it's also Hove's Jay-Z, Sean Carter's favorite Michael Jackson album. And I laughed when he said that because I was like, finally, somebody else has said that this is probably right up there with Thriller instead of people saying bad is up there with Thriller. So it was good to hear somebody else say that besides myself. And who better than Hover the God, <laughs> the God MC? Who, who, who better to co-sign my thought on that album, on this album? So the reason I picked this one, uh, to me, low-key, this is a family album. Uh, my mom loves this album uh i remember me and my grandma listened to it on an eight track for okay. y'all youngsters who don't know about that we found an old eight track player in the off the wall eight track she put some double <laughs> a batteries in it we sat there we listened to it i popped the sucker in then we listened to it flip it boom listen to the rest <laughs> of it. and um 
yeah, I was hooked on it ever since then. Um, again, the album takes you through um, a trip. I know a lot of people may say this about the Love Below, <laughs> uh, the Outcast album, like how he takes you through heartbreak and stuff. I say, yeah, if uh, you listen to Off the Wall, he takes you to the same thing. Mm-hmm. He at the club. He he has Bill Fifty Four with uh Paul McCartney and Andy Warhol in them. I don't know was he partaking in the uh party favors that they had at Studio 54, but Mike was in there <laughs> dancing with Diana Ross, you know what I'm saying? He was chilling. So he making music for that. You know, he was Drake before Drake. He was making music for the club. He sent her to listen to his own music in the club. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, he made that and he had like the song Girlfriend where he's, you know, he's with the girl. Now she's gone. She's out of my life. You know, he was working. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you knew he was working day and night. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's one of the quintessential Michael Jackson albums that I think everybody should listen to that people will enjoy. I know big Michael Jackson fans, they love the album already because it's Michael Jackson. But for people who may not be really big on Mike like that, this is definitely one I think they should listen to in its entirety, not just don't stop till you get enough. Um, don't stop till you get enough and all that stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Um, just doing the research for this, I, I I went I went in, you know, did my Googles and everything, and I found that there was a the documentary Michael Jackson's journey from Motown to Off the Wall, which was you know, created by Spike Lee, and that really helped me um, enjoy the album a whole lot more and get the background to what the album was. Um, just because I was like, oh, okay, this is like his his what, fourth album, fourth, fifth album or whatever. But it, it was like his first one, really him just stepping out on his own. Like, no Jackson 5 behind me. I ain't doing no songs about my rat, uh, a, a whole album dedicated to my rat and all that. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, also, I forgot to mention from the, from the top, you know, with the classic experience, the thing that I said I want to be the basis for, I have to listen to these albums twice straight through, like no breaks, which is you know kind of hard when you when you work <laughs> a nine to five job. But you know, uh, basically listen to them straight through um, from start to finish, um, and just I lo- I loved it. It was a, a great album. I was I was like okay. My guy shot. He 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 definitely started me off <laughs> on on a, a very good note with with this album, especially just first first three tracks. You know, don't stop till you get enough. I was like, oh, I was I was at work just jamming like, uh uh-uh, no 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 no, hey hey. You know, too bad y'all not seeing seeing the the video of this, but I'm just I was happy. My my coworkers was looking at me crazy like. You are. I was like, "Hey, this is Michael Jackson. This off the wall is hit right now. Leave me alone. I don't, I don't care what y'all talking about right now. What Jay Jones said? What? I don't, I don't, damn, right now, <laughs> Michael Jackson is, is coming in. But yeah, you know, listen to the album. I was like, oh, okay, I, I I love this. Just off rip. Just starting with, don't stop till you you, you get enough. Um, like I said, the documentary definitely helped me. Uh, get a little bit more history hearing about how um you know uh, i know you'll go into a little bit more later on you know 
him working on the Wiz in 1977, 1978, which is how he met Quincy Jones, who Quincy Jones was a, a big monumental pivotal person in his uh career and just meet meeting on the set of the Wiz is what helped spark that uh introduction to what they wanted to do when they started doing off the wall um which came out August 1979 um but I was like you know I I I loved it first but well, first three tracks I found out you know written by Michael Jackson don't start to get enough working day and night get on the floor um I had I heard don't start to get enough because that's the, that's the one everybody knows. Uh, I heard working day and night because actually when I was in college, uh, working day and night was one of my um, songs on my playlist that I, I had for my, my my grind mode, my my working playlist. And you know everybody who know me, uh, I'm a I'm a working day and night type of type of guy. So. <laughs> That's definitely motivation. Like, see, Michael Jackson know how I feel. I've got to work day and night, like working these all these jobs, like 15 jobs. Like, this is crazy. Like, I have one job now, and I still had somebody who was Jamaican was like, hey, you still got about like four jobs, don't you? I was like, no, I, I quit one job. He was like, yeah, you quit one job, and I bet you still got like three jobs. And he's like, bro, you ain't going to be working one job for too long. He's like, I know you. <laughs> he's like, you're going to work. You're going to pick up another job just because you ain't got enough time you got you ain't got enough uh things to fill your time i'm like nah but yeah the working day and night that that was my joint because that brought me back to college when i was you know working overnight shifts uh in the dorms and then during the day going to class and then even like my senior year i started working at mcdonald's and doing the internships at radio stations internships at studios and so that that was definitely one of the songs i was like okay i didn't know this is from the off the wall album never never even knew that at all but i was like okay i know what album this 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 great song came from um she's out of my life that definitely was my favorite song off the album uh great great ballad i found out it was written by some dude named tom baller and that it was written two years prior to the album coming out so that was even more dope and you know me i'm a i'm a lover not a fighter <laughs> so i'll i'll listen to that that song i i my, my heart felt like I, I like just lost my girl i was just like damn damn man i i feel you mike she's out of my life like damn what Fuck that bitch! Why, why she, man? Why she hurt me like that, man? I was, I cried, shot. I cried. Listen to that song. I, I did. But like I, I said, ain't that a blip that uh, <laughs> he was just like praising her. He was like, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was excited. He said, girl, you know you're my girlfriend. You're, you're yeah. the flyest. Tell your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he was excited for her. He said, let's go. I got me a girl. I stole somebody, girl. I'm like Jack. She know I got a few hundred thousand in the bank at this time. He wasn't a millionaire yet. He ain't had them M's yet. He he didn't drop Thriller yet, so he had a few M's. He had a few. He had, he had the six figure. He was a six figure figure, if you know <laughs> what I'm getting at. <laughs> at that point, so he yeah, had a girl, also, and all of a sudden, boom. I also thought about how. Um, if that would have been came out now, or if they would have, somebody would have thought about it then, it could have been a mini movie with those like two or three songs back to back. 
Yeah, he like I said, he was in his bag. <laughs> yeah, I was like that. That would have been a great like mini movie with all three songs, just like kind of like what they did with Thriller. But I was like, you know, I was like, she's out of my life, girlfriend. Like, yo, those would have been a, a nice little two, three songs in a row uh, to have like a little mini video, mini movie type of thing. That that would have been awesome. Yeah. But um, give uh, I guess uh, talk uh, give your uh. You know reasons why you, you you chose this album and you know uh some of your favorite songs and all that stuff off, off the album again i already explained that this is a family album we all love this album um again all my f- favorite tracks are the high energy tracks don't stop till you get enough the title track off the wall um oh man working day and night those are all my favorite ones right there. Um, of course, I like the sentimental songs, but the the top tier songs for me is pretty much how the song, how the um, album starts. Yeah, it's just like I said, Michael's in his bag on this one. Oh, it was yeah, a very, definitely. very great partnership, bet- beginning partnership between him and Quincy, and it was a great prelude to what we know change that man's life uh for better or worse depends on how you look at the life of michael um during and post thriller um, um yeah okay so actually, I, uh, what, what would you say about the uh sequencing because i know me personally i you know my brain the way it works i was thinking that i probably would have sequenced the album differently um i would have started with off the wall or uh get on the floor and then end the album with she's out of my life and then burn this disco out but what what would you say what uh, how do you think about the sequencing of the album would you have changed anything or about the album honestly to be uh real with you i know people like did he just say honestly honestly yes um but yeah honestly <laughs> to be real with you none of mike's albums really flowed if you really break it down, we'll probably um, maybe like in a future episode of SVS or something really break this down. But now it never really mattered to me because again, none of Mike's albums ever flowed. <laughs> they never they like go listen to like I said, listen to Thriller. Look at the track. Look at the track list for Thriller. None of that made sense. <laughs> none of that made sense. Uh, I forgot. I think uh, Thriller was right before lady in my life or something like that <laughs> like matter of fact i'm gonna uh, do my googles on that right now yeah um, i know that like i said yeah I, I like the best thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to is thriller i was like i gotta go right into thriller now but yeah i'll tell you that right now yeah right after thriller was beat it and right after billy jean was not my lover he went straight into uh human nature then he went for p pyt to the lady in my life and this all started with the high octane wannabe starting something, and he went straight to a smooth baby be my girl. Da, 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 da. It made no sense. Mike, Mike just knew they were bangers and he put them on the album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how Mike worked. He was like, Is this hot? Hold on, let me play this back. All right, this is what we gonna play. This is look, we just gonna do them how I crank them out. All right, and there it is. <laughs> he said, I got ET. I got an ET song to do. I got to get on this ET soundtrack real quick. I ain't got time to be looking at order. 
I got the Wiz with Diana Ross and Nipsey Russell. I ain't got time. I, I got things to every single album he broke out, them them try that trifecta of off the wall, thriller, and bad. He had something to do. He had Pepsi commercials. He had things to do. He had to meet up with Princess Diana. He had things. He, to do. he was like those those the label people like that's y'all job. I, I just do the music. That's job. I just do the music. I got a like ninety. I got a world tour, not a not a not a U.S. tour. I got to hit up Europe, China. I'm dancing in Africa. I'm moonwalking everywhere. I'm literally moonwalking across the globe. I ain't got time to be looking at track track list. Moonwalking across the globe, <laughs> literally. You know what I'm saying? I'm meeting with presidents. Reagan. I done been to the White House about forty times this year. <laughs> I done got every medal. I done got war medals, and I ain't even a general or nothing. I'm just getting medals. I'm getting honors. I got trophies on top of trophies. Y'all want me to worry about a track listing? <laughs> y'all want me to worry? Like about y'all wasn't listening to the uh to another part of me fifty times before I came up in here. Stop messing with me. I'm Michael Jackson, baby. And he said, "Woo!" And then he did a little spinny move, walk right out the door. <laughs> 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 he ain't had time for track listings, so yeah, that's how I feel about all of Mike's albums. I think the only one that probably, and we're getting off topic here, but we're gonna get right back to it, is um Dangerous Flow, and that's because of Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley, that's how all his albums were. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how Teddy Teddy Riley operated. So yeah, if you want to go through that trifecta. None of those albums float. It's just he just knew they was hot. He knew he was gonna buy it, and he, like I said, that was eight track era. That was mm-hmm. that was eight track. He had barely got to see. We had barely got to CDs and things like that. That was eight tracks in the albums. He didn't care. <laughs> yeah, he literally was like, "I'm an artist. I'm y'all all that other stuff. That thing got nothing to do with me. You love the music. You love my voice. You're gonna buy the album either way. Whatever." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was doing like, remember the episode of Martin? He said, I saw you over there tapping your toes. That's all he said at the end of the day. <laughs> you liked it, didn't you? you know, there you go. Put it out like I gave it to you. Right. But uh, I guess, can you, because I know since you you know more his history, can you speak on, I guess, the impact of this album of Off the Wall? You know, I kind of spoke on it a little bit with it being like his first album of him stepping out, but you know, He's speaking, I guess, the importance, you know, with him transitioning from being like a child star into how this album helped him become a superstar and an icon. Um, it was pretty much um it was the beginning, like I said um before, it was the beginning of Michael Jackson not being with Joe or his brother. I mean, he still performed with his brothers during this time, but he was more like, hey. I'm finna go do my own thing. I'm finna see what that looked like. That's when he started. He was getting away. He was getting away from Encino. He was getting away from the Encino house a little bit. They didn't know he wanted to build an amusement park in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. They didn't know that yet. But he said, "I'm finna drop an album where I could pay for it." Trust me. <laughs> it's a few years from now, but trust me, this finna be the craziest thing you ever heard. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was like. Janet, Janet went through it too. That's why, again, they became like the two biggest. No, no offense to Reby or uh, Jermaine for they for Centipede and uh, Dynamite. You know they hot songs. You know, no offense to them, 
Uh, <laughs> but Janet and Mike both had that moment where they had to emancipate themselves from the family. Yeah. And off the wall was his beginning because he's like, yo, Joe, first of all, I'm not a kid no more. You can't be swinging no belt at me. Tell me <laughs> no whooping no more. You hear me? Michael, you know he's Nigga, like, no. I'm 21 years old. Why are I'm you putting me? I'm 21 years old. Do you see me out here? Do you say that to a... do you... Every day. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown. <laughs> you got your mind. <laughs> you want to be starting some, don't you? No. You want to be starting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, uh, I'm I did not do that at 21. I did not. I did not come out with a silver glove. So I'm gonna be like Mike. This is my this is my off the wall moment. <laughs> oh, which, hold on. Uh, also, folks, got, definitely gotta I'll mention again at the end or whatever. But um, gotta let the folks know by the time they hear this, you know, you'll be another year older. You know, another another year wiser. You know, uh, yes, up in sir. Field, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the big three one. There it is. So, so definitely that Reggie that Reggie Miller, the other Miller, <laughs> the second so, greatest Miller to ever do it. I'm sorry, the third greatest is so, me, yeah. Cheryl Miller, and then it's Reggie. <laughs> oh, I was, I was, because I, I forgot for a second that was your last. I was like, I was like, third. I was like, hold on, wait. I know about his twist. I was like, hold on, wait. wait. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's me, then Cheryl, then Reggie. Yeah. Uh, you want to be technically he fourth. It's my grandma, then me, then Cheryl, then Reggie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, those greatest yeah. millers to ever do it. But yeah, um, appreciate that. But yeah, um, that's pretty much what it was. It was just his emancipation from having to be. Remember, they were switching labels. They went from Motown to uh, CBS Epic. Yeah. So it was a lot. Oh yeah, of, this know, was his first album on, on Epic Records too. At that. Yep. So, but yeah, CBS was the fan was the brothers, and then. Epic was just him by himself. So yeah. again, you just had, you know, this transition in his life where he's like, okay, I'm not a kid anymore. Again, like you said earlier, we can I can't sing about my pet rat. I got tigers and giraffes and stuff in my house. <laughs> I got a I got a chimp named Bubbles. What am I talking about? Rats know, for so I'm the ball in there. Yeah. He got man, that's sad that he got so grown. To the point where he could like hurt Michael to he had to get rid of him. But anyway, like I said, we're getting off topic. <laughs> but yeah, at this point, he was like, I'm a grown man. So I'm gonna put out this more adult music. I'm gonna show a little more, even though I'm a shy guy, I'm gonna show a little bit more of myself. I'm gonna open the shirt up a little bit, you know, saying the girl's screaming for me now because I'm Mike. Yeah, so I'm, know, let him, I'm, I'm letting them see a little bit. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm letting them see a little little chest. You know, I ain't got I ain't got no taco meat, but you know, they can imagine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they love you know my smooth skin, my afro looking you know all I, I, afro was about two feet tall, you know what I'm saying? I was already a tall dude. I think Mike said I think he said Mike was 5'11 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Almost a six footer or something. So he was about six two with that afro. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it was just a different mic from what people was used to seeing from the ABC and I Want You Back Days. And again, he was doing disco music, the music of the time. Again, this is him hanging out with the Warhols. Again, he was in. He was really like you look at the pictures. He was in there with Debbie Harry. He was in New York. That was the vibe of the that was literally the vibe of the album. 
This was his adult experiences in the album. Mm-hmm. This was his taste of being an adult right there. So, so him doing the movie, again, him venturing out a little bit further away. Again, they was far gone from Garrick, Indiana at this point. They were in California. So he done went to the other side. He done went to the other coast, the East Coast. Yep. And he's meeting all these people and he's listening to these new sounds. And he was like, okay, well, how can I put my twist on it? And then that birth off the wall. But yeah, um, him, Rod Temperton, um, again, that's a guy, you know, I say doesn't get a lot of credit unless you're really into music like that when it comes to those la- those two albums, Off the Wall and Thriller. Um, Quincy Jones, you can't talk, you talk enough about Q. Um, pretty much game changers, man. Yep. It changed, it literally changed his life. Those two albums changed his life. And Which I, he looked at. I also, I also just random side note, I was going to say, uh, thinking about it, we need to do a Janet Jackson one too. I, of course, you know, I'll let you choose the album, but we need to do a Janet Jackson one. I already know the album. If we're going to do Janet, I already know which one. It's very easy. When Janet, I mean, a lot of people are probably going to listen to this and be like, I bet he's going to pick the first one. Nope. Nope. Because there's an album to where, again, I'm not going to pick the transition album. I'm not going to pick the album that was like, oh, man, she might can do something. Nah, I'm picking the album where, like, Janet became Janet. And we was like, dang. We was waiting for another Jackson to step up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I bet you can pick which album I heard first and why. Ooh, why do I feel like it was? Uh, I want to say it was that 03 album. Why do I feel like? Because I don't want to say it was self titled. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't want to say it was self titled. Uh, I'm laughing if you heard Demita Joe first. <laughs> that was 04, bro. <laughs> For real? Yep. Oh my God, bro! You missed out on you missed out on the good stuff. Then <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and you know, you know the reason why, right? I know, but dang, because that's my guy, Jermaine Dupree, <laughs> Demita Joe. Oh, foe. Yep. Oh no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that's was not the first Joe Jackson album I ever heard. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all right now, it is not Demita Joe. <laughs> that's not the album that I'm picking. But um, but yeah, that that's really what it was for Mike. Again, like I said, we're going back and forth between off the wall and thriller, but you can't talk about one without the other. They're interchangeable that way because him and Quincy getting together was like when Phil Jackson got with Mike or Kobe. Yeah. You had one of the best players on the planet team up with one of the greatest coaches on the planet and make magic. Yep. You got great stars. You just need that one more piece, which is like for them was the coach. And for Mike, it was a producer like Quincy Jones. There it is. So like I said, and Mike looked at this, Looked at off the wall. Off the wall is beautiful. A great album, and ten tracks. Like it was it's nice. ten tracks. Like it was very complete. Like nowadays, we thinking like, damn, 
albums are 10 to 12 tracks now, but like, hey, he made a complete album with just 10 tracks. Like, just 10 can do tracks. It. you don't need 16, 17 tracks for an album, but but they think you do, they think you need a deluxe on top of a deluxe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Mike literally looked it off the wall and said, I could do better than this, right? Do you know how crazy that sound? Like, everybody, he looking, he at the club. Everybody's dancing to his music, and he's looking around like he because this this back in the day. So you know he had to go back to the hotel or the penthouse. No, nah, he was balling. He had his own apartment in New York, I'm sure. He <laughs> went back. He got on the phone. Excuse me, can I? Can you get Quincy Jones, please? This man probably called him in the middle of the night. Said, "You know, I just heard my music in the club. I got to go harder than this." What? <laughs> I'll be home in a few hours. He took. He probably was the first man with a PJ and said, "I'll be home in a few hours." And went across the country and said, "We starting our Thriller tonight." <laughs> yep. And then, uh, no, no, because, I like because I, of that. Uh, you know, people. Uh, I was gonna say because what also went along with that was the fact that he didn't get nominated for Album of the Year for the Grammy. And he was like, and people were like, "Yo, how how does Mike not?" Get even nominated. It was a lot of angst mm-hmm. behind Thriller that people don't understand. Yeah, they said that was like, revenge album. That because, like I said, that was you thought that. Uh, like I said, uh, you can um, compare it to the Lakers' first championship with Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> they said, "Oh, you think we can't repeat?" Okay. Mm-hmm. That 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 first that first one was nothing. It's the second one that's finna kill y'all. And then he came back for the three P with bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that first like, championship was oh, nothing. Oh, y'all niggas might, might have thought that was a fluke. The first one. Okay, let me show you what I'm doing with the second. Oh, <laughs> he went back to back to back. <laughs> so again, it was just a thing of he felt sli- he felt slighted. Because again, we're talking about off the wall being a prelude to great to to greatness. Mm-hmm. That man was already that young man was already famous. He was already famous. He was already an established musician, an art. I mean, singer and artist at this time. And he looked at himself as I can go harder than this. That's. That's something that we never think about, and that's why another reason I picked this album. It's something you never think about with Michael Jackson. Like he said to himself that I am better than this. <laughs> Off the wall is great. He says and he, and I can he be greater it. than great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's and it's one of the um craziest things about that album because I listened to this again. I think I bought it like now I have it on vinyl. I think after this, you sell me. Hey man, I just bought it on vinyl too. I said, like, Wow. <laughs> yep. I had I had to do it. I had to do it. So it's just it's just one of those albums that, that's really incredible. And the fact that it was not really snubbed, it was just more like, well, of course, we've heard Michael Jackson sing before. I mean, because again, during this time, he still was doing dancing machine and all that stuff with his brothers. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there like, 
okay. I just got me a Jerry Curl kit <laughs> and some sequin military jackets. I'm finna do something crazy. I'm finna okay. act up. I'm finna act up. I'm finna act a fool. And y'all finna see something. And y'all <laughs> never gonna forgive me. Y'all never. <laughs> I'm gonna have, it don't matter what I look like. It don't matter what I do. I'm gonna have people fainting. I'm gonna have people crying. Y'all not y'all 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 done messed up. Y'all should have y'all should have gave me about 15 Grammys for off the wall. <laughs> now I'm finna act dumb right now. Yeah, it's like y'all ain't giving me a nomin not even a nomination. Like y'all tripping, right? Y'all mess with the Mike said y'all mess with the wrong dude. <laughs> That's how I feel about off the wall. He said, I'm like, this is incredible. And he was like, but you know, they, they didn't give me nothing for this. It's like snubbed least, me. It's like at least Kendrick got nominated. He ain't win, but at least Kendrick got nominated. Nominated. He wasn't even alive when all this was going on. He was, <laughs> he was probably sitting there thinking, like, boy, he should have won something. This your off the wall moment, brother. You need to come harder than that. <laughs> nah, Kendrick just disappeared. He didn't give us a thriller. But anyway. <laughs> but uh, I was also going to ask you, um, what would you say is your, your three favorite songs off the album? Like if you had to tell, if so, someone new like me or a, a ni nice little young buck wanted to get introduced to Michael Jackson with Off the Wall, what would if be the wanted, three songs you would tell them to go to? If you didn't want me to go off the... Uh, the singles. Um, well, I'll name one single for sure. Rock with you. Rock with you for sure. I can't help it. And it's the falling in love. Those songs are good. Those songs are really good. Um, if I really had to pick, I know I'd have probably done pick the most. I did not pick not one high energy song. But those songs, except you know, you, I, I like the slow jams on this one. Mm -hmm. I just like the slow jams on this one because Mike on those on Off the Wall and Thriller gave you some pretty good slow jams. Yeah, okay, I go with She's Out of My Life. All right, I can't help it, and then you know, working day and night. Yeah, did you put one high energy song in there? I was like, ah, the yeah, disco yeah. tracks. I was like, those are cool, but I'm like, them them ballads. Well, not yeah, rock the like, rock with you ain't necessarily a ballad, but yeah, yeah, because she got literally when I got to she's out of my life, I played that one back about three or four times before I even kept going with the album. I was like, oh, it make you miss somebody you don't even that, like, that you ain't even with it. It do. Oh my god. I was like, she's out of my life. I, you I crying don't... for Keisha, and Keisha don't even exist. Right. I was like, <laughs> I, I, whoever this imaginary she, she's just out of my life right now. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> I, I miss her. She left the key on the dresser. It don't make sense. Where'd she go? <laughs> Why she? And she left a note. And it wasn't even a good one. It said, I'm gone. Bye, Keisha. <laughs> I said, what? Go <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even a good note. It just <laughs> and, and she left dirty dishes in the sink. Like she evil, but I miss her. <laughs> but I, but I, but I miss, but I miss her. her. Left that 
left some uh cheese crust on the plate and told me she gone. <laughs> but she was my girlfriend because I stole her. <laughs> did you hear? Did you not hear, girlfriend? I stole her. <laughs> I stole her. I stole her. And she gone now. But yeah, that was. But yeah, those songs. Yeah, I was like, eh. but now rock with you. Yeah, that's so smooth. Just from the just from the drum pattern at the beginning. That ticka 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 ticka. It's just so smooth. You could two step to that right there. <laughs> That's why I picked yeah. it. I also going to let you know because uh, when I first listened to it, I got the idea from you. Um, was I started my day off at work doing it because you know I'm usually the first one in my department there, so I know I always have like a good 20, 30 minutes by myself just to be in my department, you know, get ready for the day. And I was I thought about how you said you like to wake up and put oh yeah the put first thing I do is put a record on yeah. So I was I was like oh. This is a great album just to start the start the day off. Like, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, once you hear Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's gonna get you on your feet. Yeah, and it's like, who, like, what can get me down after hearing this album? It's like, you don't want no bullshit in your day. There after, you go. <laughs> matter of like, fact, matter of fact, a little tidbit because at we in different times in life, me and Josh. Have worked the same job. <laughs> it's different department, but we have literally worked the same job. So, um, Tom Joyner, man, I miss me some Tom Joyner morning show. Yeah, uh, but hey, high growing up in Akron. Yeah, but everything's come to an end. They say um, he literally played that every morning mm-hmm. on on his show. He played working day and night every single morning. So Which is the why, first thing why I had that on the playlist back in college. Yeah, because the first if you listen to Tom Joyner, because he was funny. The first of all, he was actually funny. I'm not gonna say who's not funny, but he was on that um Isley mm-hmm. Brothers and Earth Wind and Fire <laughs> versus yep. his show ain't his morning show ain't that funny to me. But anyway, yeah, he would play working day and night every single morning, and that'll probably be the first song I'd hear on my way to work. So I always heard it to the point. I was like, man, I forgot how cold off the wall was about the third day in a row going over to, uh, at that time, it was at the D- near DFW airport. So, yeah, every morning I would go to uh, the Whataburger, get my potato taquitos with the gravy and the uh, orange juice. And I'm listening to Michael Jackson working day and night to the point um I had the album, I think, on a burnt CD, and I probably just ended up playing the whole sucker in the break room, and then I'll go to work. It was, it was better than coffee. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely. That that it, that listen to that album is definitely the coffee and energy you need. Yeah, it's an energy shot for sure. But yeah, my um overall just feeling of the album is it's crazy to think that. That led to one of the most incredible music runs that you're never gonna see again. People try to compare it, like they, you know, they'll talk about the dancing of, you know, like the contemporary Chris Brown, Usher, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and the magnitude of a Beyonce. But what he was did between, I mean, of course, he started in the '60s. 
but what he did in from the late 70s all the way to the 90s will never be seen again. Right. Hell of a run. It will never be seen again. And to think that was the beginning. That was the beginning. That he gave you a movie where he was a scarecrow and he said Socrates wrong. It took me some few years to realize who Socrates was. I said Socrates. Socrates. And I said Drake. Yeah, I was like Socrates. What is that? I realized that Mike was saying Socrates. <laughs> and as a philosophy student, I was like, huh? <laughs> it's Socrates. <laughs> so, yeah. You saying the teacher actually, uh, can anyone say who this is? Oh, I know. It's Socrates. If I had no. said that, yeah, if I had said that in philosophy class, I definitely would have made an F minus. <laughs> who is Socrates? No, we don't know that guy. Um, you like Mike? That's what Mike said. That's what Mike Jack said. He said it was Socrates. He, he made Thriller. What album you done made? Right. And you, you look at you like, um, no, you my, saying it wrong. Nah, my nah, my professor wrote like three books. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he was definitely right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, but that was the whole thing. I was like, man, that man played a scarecrow before you knew it. He was taking Webster and Brooke Shields to the American Music Awards. It, it, it's the it, it's the crazy, like I said, controversy aside. Um, if you've ever heard me on past shows, you know how I feel about that stuff. I don't think he did it. Uh, <laughs> it's called money grab. If look, you can look it up on the internet right now. If one man gives you money, if if, if you see one person with as much money and power as he had, give a person twenty million dollars to make something go away. Don't you think that other people are going to scheme and lie and try to do the same thing so they can get them a piece? Yep. Think about it, y'all. Think, hey, feel how you feel, but let it marinate. And that's how yep. I feel about Michael Jackson off the wall and everything he did from 1978-79 all the way to like 1990. When did, when did Dangerous come out? Because I love Dangerous too. 1992. That that man said, I am finna break away from this family and then <laughs> turn the world on his ear like it's never been done before and it's never going to be done again. That's why the only person you can compare him to is Prince. Yep, 1991. That's why. That's why. Thank you. That's why. That's why they can only compare him to Prince. Because only he was the only other person making movies and really had people acting up and had... The most beautiful models thinking they could sing, and he put them in a group. <laughs> he was the only other man do. He was the only other man on that level of artistry and power. So come on, man. Y'all not y'all y'all not right. Y'all listen off the wall. Take that journey. Take that three album journey, and you gonna see you gonna see something. You gonna be like this. This is why he was who he was when he was here. I just hate yeah. that the man. I'm, had to I'm, I'm definitely at the beginning of the journey. I'm, I'm definitely gonna take that journey myself. Yeah. But, uh, 
I would say my overall synopsis is basically just said, you know, um, the album inspired two genres. I know they say it's a disco album, but it inspired not just R and B, it inspired disco, and just overall for myself, it's just a great musical album overall in general. It's it's not just an R and B album, it's not a disco album. It's a great musical album, and I love it and. I gotta thank you for introducing it to me, and I don't know what the fuck I was doing by not. I, I always say all the time, I blame my my old heads. I blame the people <laughs> older than me for not <laughs> introducing. Like, hey, sit down, listen to this album. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like I said, it's an incredible album. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna forget it as long as I live. Because again, these are these are just um, albums from my childhood. Because like. You know, I always tell you when I like listen to verses and things like that. You know, I might have a conversation with my friends or family and be like, "Remember where we were when we heard this song?" or, or "Remember we went on this trip or something like that." So yeah, it's up there with the memory on the memory train. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely for me personally. It's it's up there on the memory train of off the wall was always a constant in my life so that that's why i picked it first because it, it meant a lot to me and i knew that if you listen to it you'd be like this is it this is incredible as a music connoisseur yeah i was like it definitely is a, a a great album like i said definitely thank you for introducing that to me and you know before i end it off gotta again say happy birthday to you my guy hope you have a great day tomorrow hope it brings you many blessings in the start of a another great year amazing year that brings blessings and all the wishes and things you want in life sir so again like i said happy birthday and thank you for introducing it to off the wall into my life uh again appreciate it long as my family is healthy and breathing i am good because <laughs> everything else will come to you Everybody wants what they see on social media and things like that. Nah, I just want to. I just want my friends and family to be healthy. All right, and then let's give you social media, and then I'll give mine, and then we'll be out, and then I'll put the little outro at the end. Uh, the Uncle Urban on everything. Shot Miller thirteen on Twitter. Um, I'm kind of like Trey Rags. I'm gonna put up the fist and be like, "What you want to get into? If you want to have an <laughs> argument." Um. <laughs> Uh, Shab Miller on Instagram for my personal. I don't really post much on there because, again, I have this thing about doom scrolling that I'm trying to stop. So I don't really get on my uh, Instagram like that anymore. I had to delete TikTok. I found myself doing that. <laughs> oh. I found myself on TikTok following and looking at a lot of videos. I'm like, oh, man, I can make I can make that pasta dish right there. Oh man, I need these three ingredients. So I say, yeah, I gotta turn this. I gotta delete this too. So again, due to death scrolling, doom scrolling, I mean, and all that stuff like that. Yeah, but you can follow me though because it is very interesting when I do post. Oh yeah, for sure. I post substance, um, so yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, everybody, y'all can find me at JW Smiles on Twitter and Instagram, and. No, follow us both at Shot versus Smiles on Twitter and Instagram at S H A D V S S M I L E Z. And this has been the first episode of the Classic Experience. This was Michael Jackson off the wall. And 
we'll holler at you for the next episode with whoever the next episode is with. I think it might be my guy Sam with um um was it DMX? Uh, oh oh yeah, me and me and Shaw were gonna do DMX, and then I know Sam said he wants to do um uh can't why the, her name is spicing me now. Um Nas's ex-wife. Khalees? Khalees. He wants to do a uh one of the Khalees albums. But uh yeah, so yep, next episode we're gonna do DMX. Then uh, uh hold on, hold on. Before we before we get <laughs> before we get off here, you just saw that I just saved that man on music again. <laughs> he I was said like, Nas's oh. wife, and I'm like, Khalees. <laughs> yeah, I think, I was, I'm like milkshake. That's all I'm like. All I can think about was milkshake, and then I love her uh, reality show with the cooking, with the edibles and the weed and stuff. That's on Netflix. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, this is the first episode of Classes Experience, and we out. <laughs> <laughs>